Hi friends! It's important to note, the views, opinions, and positions expressed in this podcast called Mood Food are in no way the views, opinions, and positions of the Department of the Air Force, Department of Defense, or the United States government, including the resources listed today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Mood Food Podcast. I'm Jason Gordon. And I'm Othel Garman. That's right. My husband and I are here today, and we want to thank you for all of your subscriptions and for you tuning in each and every time we put up an episode. We've been a little bit busy, so I please forgive us for not doing an episode every week that we originally set out to do. We have a lot of great uh, blessings, I guess I could say, this year that we've been working on. And let me tell you, there's a lot coming forward um, later on this year that we're going to be sharing with you as we jump through the hoops (laughs) to get through those, those, I guess, what we need to to get to where we want to go, right? It's a lot. Mm-hmm. I try not to think about it, and you know, and my avoidant behavior kicks but in. It's but it's a process. Remember, uh, it's a process. It is. One step at a time. It is. It is. And um, but today we want to thank you for subscribing to us, for following us, for liking us, and for everything, for listening to us and downloading us and all the podcast platforms out there. Uh, we are on YouTube. We have our Instagram page and Facebook page, Mood Food Podcast. If you have any show ideas, please hit us up, moodfoodpodcast at gmail.com. And also leave us a review if you have not already done so, and we'd be more than happy to put that on the air. So today we're going to be talking to you about empathy. And so taking steps to listen to someone when they're having a difficult time and when they're not having a difficult time, it's very important that you're present. And there are many times when we're talking where I know probably I'm just not present because my my mind wanders from here to Israel and back. (laughs) Amen to that. Our stomach's going to start hurting from laughing. We just started. So, you know, I think think it's very important, though, that if you are having some tough conversations with people, I'm there. You know, we have to talk about something serious. I think I'm there. He's, you know, yesterday. Okay, so I had to get I wanted to get a haircut. And good Lord, the lady butchered. He had to fix my hair. And um, I don't know if she works for a sheep shearing company or if she works at the local animal shelter, but good Lord, she just butchered my hair, what's left of it. So he fixed it, but before then he had to take a test. And so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna leave him with some time to take the test. And all morning long, I was (laughs) was asking him, what time is your exam? And he would say, I'm going to log in at 1400, which is 2 p.m. And that, that is exactly that is, what... I, I would tell you, I'm logging in. I need to log in <laughs> by 2.50. Okay. And it usually takes me about 30 minutes to go through the process of getting everything situated. Because it's online. The, the proctor is online. So they, if anyone, y'all, if you've taken a test online, you probably used a service before where... You know, they have to gain access to your computer and all that, and it's a process. Mm-hmm. So I told him, hey, 
by 2.50 I need to log in and then I will start the test probably 30 minutes afterwards. And so, <laughs> and so, basically, what happened was it was yeah. it was maybe an hour before <laughs> I was to log in, and you said, "Well, I'm gonna go get my haircut." Yeah, and you had shut your computer and everything down. Mm -hmm. You said you're gonna go get your haircut. Yeah, because you're gonna, I'm about to take my test. Because you said I'm about to take the test, and I'm like, "No, I still have an hour because I don't log in the two <laughs> He moves the goalpost, folks. He moves two fifty, but. We worked it out, and so <laughs> <laughs> so we worked it out. We did. We worked it out, and I think I need to listen more. I think he needs to explain a little bit more, but also when he's explaining, I need to have my listening, full listening on listening yes. abilities on, yes. um, because I don't, it's hard for me to focus on stuff, um, because if you're constantly trying to, I guess, work through things as we do. We have a lot, as I mentioned earlier, I'm just trying to keep up with everything as we make some transitions in our lives, in our lives together here. Um, and it's very good transitions. We can't wait to share that with you. Um, it's just a matter of focusing. And at that very moment, I don't think mm -hmm. I was focusing other than me going and getting yes. butchered here. But anyway, long story short, sorry to take y'all around the block, but that just shows like I, I know I need to improve on listening, and I'll be the first one to admit, there's a lot of times when I'm taking notes, I'm like, what in the world did, was said here? Because what I wrote down, that makes no sense whatsoever. And then I have to go back. Luckily, some of the review, some of the things that I record, I can go back and listen to them. I'm like, okay, I, I can see where I tried to put down these bullet points to trigger a thought. That train derailed years ago. I can't even recall stuff like that. So, all right, so listening with empathy and so i should have listened with empathy i think and more understanding about the process that he was explaining in regards to scheduling a test things as simple as that really i mean it, but when you have these critical moments in your lives when you need someone to really sit down and listen it's important to have that ear that you know is going to be empathetic because taking active steps to listen to, uh, with an open mind and hear about what someone is going through shows that you care about them in so many ways. And this can help with those close to you as well as people in your life that you either work with or have some sort of connection with. To listen empathetically means to go beyond words and understand the feelings behind them. And when someone is upset, being available to listen and show compassion is the best thing you could ever do in that situation. I, I, I agree with that because what I do for a living, I try to be there for folks who have had adverse things happen in their lives. And, and it's very difficult sometimes to hear the stories, but most importantly, I'm thankful that I'm in a position to where hopefully I'm offering some sort of support and help to get them through some of these difficult times. We're all human. We all have our issues. Don't let the issues overtake you, redefine you, make you feel like you have no hope um, to make it through situations because that's giving it too much power you really have a lot more power within you. You have to dig deep and find it. And um, do you have anything to say about that before we go into the steps of listening? No, go ahead. Okay. All right. What are you thinking about right now? <laughs> no. Uh, you seem to be like thought or something. Oh, I'm, I'm listening you're to listening. what you're saying. Oh, okay. He's listening to the podcast as we're making it. Hey, it doesn't get any better than that. Make sure you download it so the numbers count. We need those numbers for ratings. <laughs> and uh, so the first one is whenever you're listening to someone, do not go listen to them 
in a judgmental frame of mind. That is very destructive. And um, it may end up triggering you to say things that you should not say to them. Especially there's a time and place, but a lot of times when people are in dire straits or they feel like their hearts and their minds have been stomped on, the last thing you want to do is create more harm and cause more issues. So focusing on having an open mind with them and if you begin to react, something recognize what is happening and do your best to let it go. If they are doing something, if they're having a serious conversation with you about something maybe that you do that might bother them, make sure that you are trying to listen and be supportive even when it might be something um, about you or against you. So you're trying to be there for them, right? That's what it's about, being there for them. And you don't need to agree with what they say just show them that you care and that you're listening. Be attentive and give the person your undivided attention and remove distractions and do not look at your phone. How many of you are trying to have a conversation with someone and you pick up your phone? He does all the time. I honestly Me? think- Me? <laughs> he needs a phonectomy from his hand, I think. No, it's actually, well, I get a, a lot of, from work and from uh, the podcast and everything. I'm having to respond to messages and going back and forth. And so I'm busy. And But I do take time. Didn't we start to where I don't, we don't bring the phones to the dinner table anymore? I think that's what we had started. We did. Yeah, no, I need to get better at that. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in my pocket. So I, it's, it's hard to... I, I leave it on the desk. When dinner time comes, I just leave it on the desk. So that way, mm -hmm. even if it, I get an alert, I don't even... Yeah. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's another thing. Oh my goodness. What I know what gets him is when he comes to start talking with you about <laughs> I can't. I can't. Okay. So when he starts to talk to me about something and he needs my undivided attention sometimes. Oh my God. You can see the vein. I'm laughing so hard. You can see the vein on my forehead if you're watching on YouTube. But he will. He'll come up to me with a serious facial expression. <laughs> I go ahead and you tell him I can't. I can't. I keep laughing. I keep laughing. So you keep telling. You you tell it. You tell it. Mm -hmm. You tell it. I think, okay, so now that I'm all serious, I'm trying to be, Lord, it's hot in here. Um, <laughs> so when he'll start to come up to me and tell me something serious, and <laughs> if I want to joke a little bit because... I do use humor a lot when I to keep me from getting worked up. I need to use it more often because I get worked up quite often. And but I do like to use hum humor. So as I'm keeping an open posture to try to engage in conversation to listen to what he has to say, sometimes I go, yeah, uh huh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. I see yeah, flames yeah, in his yeah, eyes developing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and what do yeah, you think yeah. when I do that though? I'm like, why are you saying, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but does it shut you down? Does it kind of feel like it? When I first started doing it without telling you, I was kidding and joking around. What did it make you feel like, though? Do you want to listen? <laughs> True, I wasn't, but I was just. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you missed the 250. <laughs> how, <Mr>. No. <laughs> it was, <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't let him fool you. His cute smile, 1400. Okay, 1400 is when he said, <laughs> I'm not going to hey, let that down. But look, we passed that, so. You're the one who just brought it up. Okay. He carried in the shovel 
and everything to bring that back up again. I had already <laughs> buried it, and I mean, he just put the shovel in the corner. Mm -hmm. All right. And he has dirt on his sneakers to show he was out there digging it up. All right, so anyway, and also, so being attentive and being present, don't have your cell phone, don't have distractions, don't say things like, uh -huh, yeah, 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 I'm listening, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because that'll shut people down. They need that genuine listening ear. They need to know you're present with them. Be aware also and pay attention not only to the person's words, but also to the tone of their voice, their body language, and what that looks like. You're, you're pretty empathetic and you can be empathic uh, with folks and, and you can read the room. When someone walks in the room, you either know hopefully that they are, they are uh, putting out good vibes or bad vibes. I'm pretty empathic in that nature. So I try to stay, if there's a situation where I'm like, oh my Lord, that person just sucked all the good energy out the room. I'm gonna try to get out of there as fast as I can because I don't want any of that to stick on me. But I mean, we all have good days and bad days and good Lord, I've been, in, I've been that person where I walk in and I'm just mad as a hornet's nest. And I don't even know why, but I, I so I try to be very mindful of that. I don't wanna be that person where if, if I do walk in and I'm, and I'm exhibiting those those mannerisms and even with him I want to make sure that I'm like okay yeah I need to be mindful of my tone and there and his tone or anybody else's tone they may be having a bad day they're entitled to that right um, and try to put yourself in that person's shoes and get a deeper perspective on what they are going through and I try to do that each and every day I have a lot of empathy and sympathy for people I want not only I want you to be I want you to win I want you to beat whatever you're thinking that is overtaking you um, because I am a living example of things that I could have really allowed to overtake me and to really bury me, lack of a better way of putting it, but I refuse to give up and even now I refuse to get up when I have struggles and I didn't bite my tongue, I promise I'm just having a hard time talking, um, but um, troubles and trials and stuff, I always talk it out. I talk with him. I talk to co-workers, I make sure that I'm supported, that I'm not going through things alone. There are people out there that love you and care about you, so don't ever think that you are alone because you're not. Be comfortable with silence, remember saying silence is golden, do not try to fill that space with like wordiness and things that may, you might have to put your foot in your mouth for, which I've done many times. Um, and so it's okay. He's very silent. As you can tell, I'm the talking one. He's just sitting here, but um, he's he just takes things in. He's more of the observant one. I'm more of the reactionary mm -hmm. one. And so with that, what would you like to add? I'm more, I, I observe before I react. I, um, I do observe more. How did you learn that though? Um, I think a lot of it had to be uh, doing it, dealing with being in the military, just watching this situation, what's going on, why is this happening, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. I observe and then react, because sometimes what I may be seeing is not what's really going on. Yeah, How, then, you mean, and, I, then, and I generate a lot of assumptions, I then, do. And then, yeah, and then it's like, oh, that's not what was going on, so I observe first yeah. and then react. I wish that I had that, and I and I try to so hard. I think I think sometimes too hard to where I can't help but jump to those assumptions that really feed that energy, 
and get that going. And then I'm like, wait a minute, pump my brakes. You know, I don't know why I'm getting to where this watch. I have to do a lot of reality testing. I have to stay in the here and now. I have to really focus on being silent sometimes and actually taking in the environment, the situation that has happened, what people are saying, how they're acting, instead of my mind kind of, I guess, distorting it or twisting it in a way that uh, maybe I've gotten used to doing. Uh, personalizing it, I think, is a good way of doing it. I have to change that perspective. I'm not being attacked. I'm caught up in a much bigger system that I have tried to fight. And <laughs> it's it's exhausting when you're trying to fight a, fight something that's going on in your life that, that could be overpowering and taking you. Just don't fight it. You're not surrendering to it, to it but find a way to incorporate change um, and not giving it so much power. And it could just be a day-by-day -day process. I know that is for me whether it is from getting from zero to 60 upset, angry um, about the silliest little things, um, or just uh, or trying to be a perfectionist, I think that's what gets me sometimes, getting caught up on all, the, all of that. So sometimes silence is golden, and you can hear a lot when you hear nothing at all sometimes. Ooh, we should get t-shirts made with that on there. Yeah, yeah. That's our next business is t-shirt making, but that's coming later on. He doesn't know it yet, but surprise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so be sure that um, be there for the person now and later. So don't get into a conversation with them, ruin a relationship, and then y'all can't be there for each other later on. It's not worth it. Some family, you have to put in boundaries in place with uh, some family members, you have to place boundaries with, and that's okay. Um, just be very selective about what you bring them into in your lives and, and that way you're not allowing them to have too much power over you to try to say you should be doing X Y and Z and why are you doing this and why aren't you doing that everything is on your timetable just make it worth your while to be successful at whatever kind of goals you're kind of working wanting to work through and so when it's your turn to speak whether it's now or later you know I always tell people, if you have to have difficult conversations with people, write out that script mm -hmm. and stick with the script. That way, the emotion won't get in the way um, and that you'll be able to articulate yourself in a way that you've had a lot of thought put into it. It will resonate with them and it's not something done on an impulse. And truly, if you have and you take your time to write out that script, you're going to kind of cut out some of those things that might be passive-aggressive comments, little jabs here and there, things that are going to be more useful to building that relationship with someone and that listening relationship with someone. So as, you know, ask them about how they feel about something when it happens. If there's issues that develop at those times, then try to address it at that time and then be respectful towards one another and let them answer in their own time, whether they give you that answer today, tomorrow, yesterday, whatever just be there present for them knowing and let them know that they can count on you no matter what uh, you're going to face and so that that is the main thing about listening with empathy you want to be present you want to make sure that you're positive you want to make sure that you're uplifting and then you also want to be transparent with them too if there's something that you might be able to help them with don't belittle them just be supportive be present and coach them on don't ag them on and i think you'll see good results and allowing those relationships to get stronger, bigger, and better than ever before. And so uh, that's all I had for today. Would you like to add anything? Uh, well, let's go back to that where you said uh, 
to write it down. Yeah. And another reason, um, I remember I've heard you say it before to write it down. And so then that way, um, you could stay on track. Yeah. And you don't miss what the point, the key points that you want to express. Yeah. It's, it's important because you know at those times whenever you may have it out with someone, you're yeah. like, oh, I wish I would have said that. Oh, I wish I would have said that. That's why it's not worth really the time and energy to really go after people or, or to attack them and to get into arguments and fights. Mm -hmm. You're not really getting anything out of it, but you're getting worked up, you're getting upset, you're getting yeah. drained, and it just adds a lot of extra stress. And so if you want to have a, a conversation with them, what I suggest is write that conversation out and then stick with that script. That way you're, you're, you are collecting all the points um, that you wanted to make, you're being respectful, you have their undivided un, um, attention, and it allows that time for, for things to heal instead of just tear open again. Some people have a hard time doing that, but listen, you have to do it in your own time. I'm not telling you you have to make amends right now, but I just encourage each and every one of you to, to try not to let situations in your own families or whatever it's your brother, sister, or whatever, push and get further out to where you know you you it's harder to communicate with them and uh i'm guilty of that heck i i i need to call my brother more i haven't talked to him in forever i think new year's day and um for my birthday and then i have several family members too i haven't talked to but that's okay i love them and the phone works both ways right so <laughs> and now with cell phones i mean there's no long distance calls no more unless you live overseas like guam or somewhere like that mm. I'm getting off topic now, so uh, what else? No, I think that's, that's it. it? Mm -hmm. All right, so let's go ahead, and we need you to leave some more reviews, folks, so we can read them. Yeah, so, I'm out of a job. I have no reviews. Oh, the... you're still gainfully employed. You're still. <laughs> I have no employed. reviews to read. Okay. Yeah, we will. We did go <laughs> we, through. The, we, we have forty went through all of them. Yeah. So we, if you would like to leave us a review, and you don't even have to leave us a review on the Apple Podcast platform, you can email us you that. You can email us, and we'd be more than happy to put that on the air. So even if you're listening and you've left a review before, or whatever, just let us know you're listening, and we'd be more than happy to read that. And uh, would you like to go ahead and read today's quote that we're going to okay, close out I with? I got a quote. Sure. All right. How did you know I had a quote? Oh, <laughs> well, because you said at 1400, after you mm. take the test, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you would find a quote for tonight's show, today's show. All right. So today my quote, it states, learning to stand in somebody else's shoes, to see through their eyes, that's how peace begins. And it's up to you to make that happen. Empathy is a quality of character that can change the world. And that was by President Barack Obama. Yeah, that's a good quote. That's a very good quote. Um, and then mine is by Audrey Hepburn, and it goes like this. Nothing is more important than empathy for another human being suffering. Nothing, not a career, not wealth, not intelligence, and certainly not status. We have to feel for one another if we're going to survive with dignity. That's really good. That's really good. So no matter what you face, no matter what you're trying to overcome out there, stay strong, have a strong foundation in whatever faith that you believe in, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. If you put forth the effort and the work, 
you are going to make it and you will prevail. Right? Yes. All right, folks. All right. So let us hear from you. Moodfoodpodcast at gmail.com. Look us up on Instagram. Look us up on Facebook. And look us up here on YouTube. We appreciate each and every one of you. Remember to like, subscribe, follow, whatever kind of other options that are out there. We love you and we appreciate you. And we look forward to talking with you soon. Have a great week. We hope each and every one of you had a great Valentine's Day. Kissy poo britches. And we'll talk to you soon, everyone. Take care. (laughs) Bye. Bye now. (laughs)